The KTOY Sunday Show, your weekly forum to discuss the issues in our community. Brought to you by Derek McGarry, State Farm Agent. Here to make your life go right. Here are your hosts, Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Good morning. Happy Easter, all. This is the Sunday show with LaMoya Burks and Philip O'Donnell. It is the first Sunday of April. Welcome to this edition of the Sunday show. KTY Radio 104.7 FM produces the Sunday show. It comes to you live each Sunday morning from 9 until 10 a.m. With the COVID protocols in place, we regret not being able to welcome your phone calls. Our guests are on the phone lines. They're not in the studio. Disclaimer. The views expressed on the Sunday show are those of the host, and in this case, the Crosstalk panel as well, and are not representative of KTOY, North Texarkana Radio. Now, last week in the first segment, we welcomed a Texarkana native. She's a vocalist, playwright, director, film and theater entrepreneur, as well as an owner of BIO Entertainment, uh, Beauty Inside out and that was miss danielle roberson gully she hails from a family of entertainers um uh, pastors area pastors kid here in town and uh, many in texarkana familiar with her stage plays uh she is truly represented by the name of her company bio beauty inside out during the second segment last week we welcomed the partners in christ our guests were david burden and mike smalley now We all go to work every day, and we try to earn a living. And some of us are blessed because we get to work within our calling or within our purpose. Partners in Christ, uh, they qualify in that sense. They've been in business for over 20 years. Um, They do clean comedy, whether you call them a marketer or promoter or whatever you want to call them. But they did the Laugh in Your Mask show. And when you got talent like Keith Gladney and Derek Keener, um, you don't have to travel to get good quality entertainment. Uh, you, you ain't got to go to Dallas, Shreveport, or Little Rock. So we're thankful for what they do, what they bring to Texas Canada, that they care enough about us to do it in our market, and as well that they do it um, in a fashion that I would say is positive or godly or uplifting. Now, we're going to take a quick break. we got to pay some bills. When we come back, we're going to the members of the Council. Stick with us. The Sunday Show will continue with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texas 4.7 KTOY. I'd like to ask you a question. When was the last time you heard from your insurance agent? Have you sat down with your agent to review your policy coverage, premiums, and make necessary changes? Your life changes over time. So should your insurance. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. They'll be riding, they'll be racing, they'll be wrestling, and they'll be roping. Farmers Bank and Trust presents the Four States Fair and Rodeo, April 8th through the 11th. That's right, three big nights of great cowboy and cowgirl competition. Thursday is Cavender's Kids Night. All kids 12 and under get in free with paid adults. The Four States Fair and Rodeo, brought to you by Leadwell, Prefer, Texacana Mac and Volvo, Holiday and Express, BWI Companies, and Levior Energy. Get your tickets today. The Four States Fair and Rodeo. What a ride. Is that paid for by a combination of state and regional funds? When you look local first, you help.
help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done. But did you know they now do in-house embroidery on caps, jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs? Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead. No matter what, we are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. DNS Carpets is your store to get flooring. Ceramic tile, laminates, and vinyl, all at below chain store prices. They're locally owned, and that means lower overhead and lower prices. Financing is available. Two locations, Ashdown and Nashville, Arkansas. To help your local business community grow, go to LookLocalFirst.com and click on Texarkana. 1047 Now back to the Sunday show with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. And we are back for the first segment of the Sunday show. With us we have the Crosstalk panel um, as we start our discussion whether it's from Texas to Georgia we are challenged by advances of bill limiting how and when voters can cast ballots receive mail-in voting applications and beyond with us at this time we have Mr. Uh, I'm sorry Mr. Mark White are you with us good morning yes I'm here happy Easter good morning we have the Mrs. Joanne Rice good morning good morning and and joining us soon, we hope um, to have Mr. Jesse Keaton and Ms. Irma Poindexter um, coming in to give their most valid, valuable uh, imp- As we begin our discussion, ladies first, Ms. Joanne Rice, uh, in speaking of Senate Bill 7, do you think that uh, the movement with this will ultimately trickle down and affect local elections, considering that they are coming up very soon? But I sincerely hope so. Um, when you think about um, what's happening across the nation, more and more states are changing their voting laws, supposedly to make it easier for people to vote. Um, you're, we're all hoping that what happens uh, nationally uh, from Senate Bill 7 will stop all of this uh, so-called um, making it safer. Uh, I think it's already safe. Uh, I have to reference the, the Georgia bill because of the fact that I could not believe that it will be illegal to give people water right. and food as they stand lines uh, that are two or three miles long uh, to vote. Uh, to me, this is not only unconstitutional, this is inhumane. Right. But you want people to vote or do you want people to vote? So our, our only hope is that from the national level that all of this foolishness will be put to, to a halt. That's my thinking personally. Mr. White, thoughts uh, regarding Senate Bill 202? It, the, the, the Senate bill that's currently, um, that uh, uh, the majority leader Chuck Schumer is going to put on the floor is just a, a bill that's already going that's just going to take over from where the United States Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act. Right. In essence, giving people the ability to be able to vote 
without having all these restrictions and impositions put on them. Now, you know, <clears throat> it's important that the United States Senate um, go ahead and approve this. It's already been approved in the House, so now it's definitely at the Senate. Of course, you already know, realize that the Republican Party doesn't want to have no part in that um, because th they're trying to get minority rule going on. But certainly, having that bill would definitely put an umbrella over the United States in regards to federal, state, and local elections. So it will provide protections for those who who go out to exercise their right to vote. And the will of the people will be heard. Because see, in, in Georgia, and see, the people spend a lot of time on the, you know, uh, the criminality of you, if you bring water or food, who have been standing in line, which is wrong without any question. But the, the, the most devastating part of that is that what they did was instead of allowing this, the Secretary of State to verify the election, the will of the people, what they did was they now gave that to the legislator, the legislators of the state. So if, for instance, Fulton County, if they didn't like uh, Fulton County, which is majority black, everybody know that's Atlanta. And if they said, you know what, we don't like the results that came out of Fulton County, the state legislators can come in and override the will of the people. Now that that right there is definitely a problem. And so having this Senate bill pass and become law will put an umbrella. In essence, it just goes. It, all it do is just reinstate what the United States Supreme Court has already taken out to give the protections uh, to people, in particular people of color, uh, the, the right to vote. All right. Um, so, in, in speaking of the lo the effect with the local elections, um, critics are stating that this is ultimately the game changer. When the 94-page um, additions were made to the bill without informing the community, these are moves uh, for the power to oversee the voting process via local boards of elections. Now, let's talk of Texas. W what do you think the impact of Texas is as the wave moves into our state? Miss uh, Miss Joanne Rice. The idea is, of course, um, as it moves to Texas, everybody has watched Georgia, so uh, I'm sure that Texas is on its way to attempting to do the same thing um, to block anything to block minorities from voting. It, you would think that in 2021, 2022, we would not be fighting the same battle that we were fighting in the 50s and the 60s, which is to allow us, minorities, to be able to vote. But because minorities took to voting this past election, now there are those people who feel as though uh, we don't deserve the right to vote. And that is, that is, I'm I mean, it's just unthinkable. I can't even come up with words uh, because most people, African-Americans who are old enough, I guess I should say baby boomers, to remember how hard it was to get to vote um, 
we we want to vote not only in our local elections and that's something that everybody should remember that local elections affect you personally right. and so that is why local elections that are coming up soon are very important to everyone who lives in Texarkana and Bowie County a local election determines and that's something we we need to remember and we need to stress right so, you know, with the new Georgia product, uh, project, there's a 35-page lawsuit challenging the law. Uh, are we seeing anything of that uh, similar in Texas? Do you do we think that there will be a movement on that caliber? Uh, because again, you know, the thing with Georgia has started to set the frame for where this is going. So the wave is now here in Texas. We're talking about what can we do? What do we know? What can we do? Um, how do we advocate? Uh, what is what is the plan? Well, currently right now, you know, there are multiple lawsuits in, in Georgia. I think it's three that's actually going on by uh, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. And there's another gentleman, um, that's 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 filed another lawsuit that on behalf of the people of the state of Georgia, but what can happen is that I'm sure that once Texas enacts whatever uh, suppression laws that they're going to enact, and they're going to pass through because it's a Republican-controlled legislative and definitely the Republican-controlled um, executive branch. And so they'll go ahead and they'll pass it through. And I'm sure there's going to be some type of lawsuit that's going in. But the thing that we have to be mindful of is that we're going to have to understand what those things are until the lawsuits get settled. Now, you you got to be careful because, see, these lawsuits are going to go into district and circuit courts. Now, what pe- people fail to realize is that in the last four years, that Mitch McConnell has loaded up all the district and circuit courts with people who are ultra conservative. You you got some in there who actually think that it'd be better if black people were not in the community in the United States. These are the type of people who who are going to be making rulings on this type of lawsuits. So you got to understand that there's a possibility that the, the courts are not going to help like they did during the 50s and 60s and 70s. So it's important that we have to understand what these rules are, that they're going to be draconian rules that are, and we're going to have to work within them until we can get some type of resolution before it. Now, certainly we don't want it to happen and allow it to go, especially, you know, a local election. Listen, local elections help determine what's going to go on in the nation. So if you realize that a person is not going to be of any benefit to you, then you need to get out there and vote. You need to make your voice heard and say, listen, you are not acceptable. We already know that you're going to go along with whatever this foolishness is. We need to make sure that that person doesn't get in there and put it and be actually represented. That means you're going to have to get out and put PlayStation down and all the other stuff that you do and get out there and make a determination that it's important enough to do, because you can't wait until after. Because if these folks get in office, it's going to be too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to make the rules, however long they're in there. One year, two years, four years, six years, whatever it is, depending on the, the office. But there's definitely things that are in place currently now, not only in the state of Georgia, and I'm almost sure that it'll happen in the state of Texas as well, 
once they go ahead and make these laws through, because right now they're just talking about it, trying to write up a document, you know, so they can go ahead and, and pass it through. And, you know, just to make a point, you got to understand that in Georgia, when they created this, now look how quick this took place. The legislative branch, both sides, the, 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 the uh, Assembly House as well as the Senate House, and the governorship created this law, passed it through both sets of houses and the executive branch in one day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. In one day. Now you that almost me, never happened. Yeah. That's never happened. That, that never happened. It has never happened in the history of the United States. So these people are determined to make sure that these laws take place. All right. Uh, so we it's are- important that we are determined. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're okay. He's on fire this morning, this Easter morning. This is a very, very critical and vital topic. When we come back from our commercial break, we will continue our talk with The Crosstalk. The Sunday Show will continue with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. Transform your thinking. Transform your life. Transform your destiny at Transformation Center International in Texarkana. If you've ever wondered why you're here, what your purpose in life is, or who you really are, discover the answers and enjoy life as it is meant to be lived. Transformation Center International is your life center. Join Apostle Dennis Cook as he guides you through God's Word to uncover the message that God wants to give to you. Every week, you discover valuable lessons and insights to help you find more fulfillment in the journey of life. Hear from Apostle Dennis Cook each week at Transformation Center International, Sunday mornings at 9, Wednesday evenings at 7, and on the first Sunday evening of every month, come to the Empowerment Service at 6.30. Transformation Center International, your life center, where you'll find life and life more abundantly. It's at 1111 Hazel Street in Texarkana, Texas. Call 903-280-1051. I'd like to ask you a question. When was the last time you heard from your insurance agent? Have you sat down with your agent to review your policy coverage, premiums, and make necessary changes? Your life changes. So should your insurance. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Now back to the Sunday show with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. And we are back continuing our very endowed discussion uh, with our first segment with the Crosstalk guests. We have with us Miss Joanne Rice, Mark White, and Miss Irma Poindexter has blessed us this morning for our discussion. We continue to hope that Mr. Jesse Keaton will join us as we continue to talk about voter suppression. Now, before we went to break, Mr. Mark White, you were on fire. Uh, we want to keep that momentum going. Uh, we invite Miss Irma Poindexter to the discussion. Any uh, insight? Good morning, everyone. Uh, I wanted just to add this comment that what they are also working on in Georgia and Texas is that they are trying to select individuals that's going to be the, play the same game that the others are trying to play, and that is to to really 
forego the opportunity of not selecting so-called intelligent people, black, so that they could uh, work with on behalf of so, passing some of the laws that they so wish. But the the black population also is adhering to that uh, inkling of trying to get, I hate to say uneducated blacks, but they are, and they are trying to surmise that if they get that, they can kind of control those people as well. So it's 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 a it's a termite situation where they have always been in the position to cr- control many of us in the way by selecting us, selecting certain people to be in uh, place. So that was the only thing I wanted to add to what was being talked about. So this is where uh, broadcast and and spreading the news of what is fact Mm -hmm. comes into play. Right. Um, What do you think that the language that's being used, you know, this morning we're discussing it with the the language uh, or or the the vocabulary use of voter suppression. And, And we're explaining and going into grave detail regarding how. Let's flip it. How how are how are they? Or I hate to use they, uh, crit, you know, critics. How are they being creative in explaining that this is not voter suppression, Mister Mark Lyot, Can you speak to that, or Miss Poindexter? Yeah, absolutely. What what they're doing is they're trying to mask it under saying, "Listen, we realize that our elections need to be protected." It's important that we do that. So these are the steps that we're making to help to ensure that it's protected. But now, you got to understand, you got to read between the lines. So they're, they're saying, okay, well, we need to make sure that everybody who um, comes and votes shows a voter ID. Okay? All right? Now they're trying to say, well, everybody who sends in a mail-in ballot Mm -hmm. needs to have Mm -hmm. voter ID as well. Now, Mm -hmm. you tell me how you're going to do that if you mail in one. Mm -hmm. Okay? Explain to me exactly how you're going to do that. And see, the other piece that they're also trying to do is they're saying, okay, well, we have so many people, you know, that we, we have sending in mail ID. You know, let's reduce the amount of ballot boxes that you can mail into so we can, you know, make sure that we get an accurate count. No, what that does is it bogs down the entire process. For instance, let's just use, if we're going to use Texas, let's use uh, Harris County. Harris County has 4 million people in it. For those of you who don't know, that's Houston area. Okay? You got 4 million people in, in Harris County. Now, Currently, they have 12 to 15 boxes. But now, if they reduce them down to one, what do you think the the, um, the likelihood of a, a bog down is going to be? Where are all the mail-in ballots? Some people are not going to be able to get their ballots in. See, that's what they're hoping on, that some of the ballots don't get in. So if they don't make the date, oh, well, we don't have to count those votes. Those people didn't get those in on time. Mark, but that's another strategy yeah, I, that they are using to uh, correct. Yeah, cr- cripple the political process. And so that's we correct. shouldn't be surprised by any of the things that they are doing to be apprehensive in trying to uh, bring our peoples to the polls or to make more people ready for the polls. 
And, and so what Ms. Burks was asking is, you know, what 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 are the things that they're doing to and so I'm just saying these uh-huh. are the things that they're trying to disguise in those things that make it seem like, oh well, you know, this is this is all for good. But you also have to understand that they're trying to reduce the number of days mm-hmm. that it takes to early vote. Now, who mm-hmm. who who do you know? It, it, let's just use Texas County mm-hmm. community. Who, how many people? Uh, what what demographic of people you know use early voting? Black folks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that no Caucasians do, but a lot of black folks, especially with all these new suppression. So the people want to say they want to get. I'm one for sure. Who want to say, I want to make sure my vote gets in. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to early vote so I know mine is in there. Mm-hmm. But I'll have to do that. So if they reduce the number of days, they even try to get to the point where, you know, souls to the polls on Sunday. Now, they, they mm-hmm. had to X that in Georgia because they were just completely too blatant, just too egregious, egregious then. But they're even trying to reduce, get it down so well, you know what, uh, I don't have any polls open on Sunday. Well, that, you know, what do the churches do? After service, they take black folks over there so they can vote. Right. So, I mean, they're doing all right. these things to I'll try to... Also, I'm protected. sorry. I, I was going to say this is Joanne Rice, also protected uh, in the Houston area. Uh, they were allowed to do drive-in voting, so uh, they're stopping that. They're not allowed right. drive-in voting, and that uh, and in Texas, uh, evidently in the Houston area, they could vote from seven in the morning to nine at night, and yeah. now time is from seven to seven. Well, if you get off work at six, or you may not get off work mm-hmm. till seven, then you can't vote. So the idea is to make it harder for people who have hourly wages, uh, who are hourly mm-hmm. wage earners, to vote. Because if you're an hourly wage earner, you're not going to take off from your job right. uh, during the day to vote. You're going to wait until after you get off from work. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to stop people of color from voting. That, and to Ms. Rice's point, you know, the majority of hourly wage earners or essential workers are people... Uh, who are a minority. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying there aren't any Caucasians, but there, a lot of them do that. The ones who work in the restaurants, those who work in the stores. Mm-hmm. Everybody see them, you go to the store, you see them. And so if you're going to tell them that, uh, after, in fact, Georgia did that, they, they're not going to allow you to do any more after 5 o'clock. Well, wait a minute. Most people get off work at 5 o'clock. Right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, so, you know, how are you going to get the vote if you if the, the polls are going to be closed? So, I mean, th- this is how they're trying to hide it to try to say, oh, we'll help, we'll help, we're, we're improving it. But in actuality, they're making it even more difficult to vote. And that, one other method that they are trying to use is that the fact that blacks have more of the virus than the whites and so therefore they're trying to say if you have not if you do not show evidence that you've had your shot you cannot vote so it is somewhat uh, it's such a tragedy to have such uh, things as this happening in our country of privilege a country of being righteous in the country of being free we are going through the same mark uh Ventures that we did during the slavery time, mm-hmm. and so we—it's it, up to us. We can—we can no longer sit at home and see what the country is doing to the black race of people, uh, uh, even the Mexicans. We need to get out there and 
protest and fight for this cause that they are trying to uh, make us do in order to be eligible to vote. We've been here for hundreds of years and still are not fully privileged to do the things that other people are doing. So it's about time. Don't sit at home and do nothing about this situation. They're not doing it. They're not doing that. They're trying to bring issues to the table that will suppress us from voting. Bringing in the legalities uh, of the movement, the movement to action. When we use examples such as when uh, the black, the African American state representative of Georgia, she she moved. Uh, mm. She knocked on the governor's door mm. uh, as he was signing the bill behind closed doors. Right. Um, with that became a direct consequence or action for her. The offset to that is we we saw. Um, the movement at the White House, right, mm-hmm. of those who disagreed in mm-hmm. thousands, you know, in a, in a prepared way, a plan of action against the election. And, and the, the consequences for it were, uh, some would say, delayed, not enough, um, avoided, ignored. So, you know, how do we balance the playing ground for that? Um, if, if we're fighting... You know, we don't want to put the fight on necessarily one thing. Is it enough that to to provide a blanket for all of this? Because it, it it's all a direct ricochet of so many things on so many levels. And to explain to one, and then to explain to one that we need to move to action. How do we tie all of this together? Um, because it you know it, it seems like there's exampling. If you do this, uh, what then what? You know, if you do this, then this is what you're going to get. Miss Joanne Rice. As far as the um, Georgia representative, Park Cannon, Representative Park Cannon, uh, who was knocking on Governor Brian Kemp's office door so that she could see him sign this bill that was voted on and passed and signed in one day, uh, she was within her rights to do that. Right. And that's something that uh, we, we have to remember. Uh, she was within her rights to knock on the door. That that was not a felony, even though that's what they're charging her with. And as we all saw on the news, they were uh, pulling her away. And uh, last time I saw her on the news, she actually had her arm in a sling. And so they did more than just escort her away. They uh, actually, um, I believe, hurt her arm, broke her arm, uh, pulled it out of socket or whatever. Uh, but that just shows you what we have to do. Um, I think that if we're thinking that um, protesting is going to be easy, it's not. Is it going to be tolerated? It's not. Uh, the only thing that has been tolerated, as we all know, was the assault on the Capitol uh, by people who were trying to steal, again, the election from the people. Uh, as long as we remember that nothing is easy, or as... Um, as we all heard from Representative Lewis, good trouble. So it's going to be, unfortunately, good trouble. It's going to be, unfortunately, we as African Americans or people of color, when we protest, it's always harder. As we saw it play out on January 6th, I mean, there was nothing there compared to what uh, Representative Park Cannon received. I mean, she was escorted away, a woman by herself, Mm. three or four officers. Whereas when other people 
stormed the Capitol and stole things from the Capitol, uh, they were not met with the same resistance that she was. And that's just, that's just a fact. And we just have to remember that. But that's what's going to be happening to us. And are we willing? Are we willing to fight for our right to vote? All right. And uh, as we continue our discussion, we're going to take yet another commercial break. Hold what you got. We're going to continue our discussion on voter suppression and beyond. Stay with us.